It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's Wednesday, April 7th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. In an effort to help people social distance and businesses to stay afloat, many state and local governments across the country relax regulations over cocktails to go, telehealth and other medical services, even document notarization and marijuana sales. Now that the country is starting to open back up in earnest, many want to keep these changes permanent because it adds more convenience and access to consumers while others want to go back to pre-pandemic regulations, saying if it wasn't a necessity before the pandemic, why should it continue? Aaron Zittner, reporter at the Wall Street Journal, joins us for the fight to abandon regulations eased under COVID. Thanks for joining us, Aaron. Hey, good to be with you. Throughout the pandemic, you know, in an effort to help people out with social distancing and then A lot of this had to do with businesses, so they wouldn't just crash out completely. There was a lot of regulations that were eased by state and local governments. One of the top things that we can think of are to-go cocktails. There was other things that helped uh, healthcare providers work across state lines. Medicare reimbursing for certain telehealth visits. Marijuana sales were eased. You know, so all of these things were done in an effort to keep the economy going. And now that things are opening back up, a lot of these industries are pushing to make those things permanent leave those regulations relaxed and untouched now. But there's pros and cons to both sides. You know, there's industry saying we should go back to the normal way of things before the pandemic. So, Aaron, tell us a little bit about what we're seeing across the country. Hundreds and hundreds of regulations were temporarily eased because of a pandemic. I mean, things like some states allowed you to get married over Zoom, which hadn't been allowed before. (laughs) In Arizona, they allowed telemedicine for pets. 
under eased rules, lifting some rules that it made it hard to get a veterinarian to uh, initiate contact with you as a new patient over Zoom. The federal government allowed food trucks for the first time to show up at highway rest areas. You know, when you stop at a rest area, they might have uh, vending machines or, you know, along here, the New Jersey Turnpike, you have whole service stations. But a lot of rest areas just have a restroom and a trash can and vending machines and food trucks were allowed in for the first time. But you're right. Some of the biggest changes had to do with big changes in health care. Doctors were allowed to operate across state lines, doctors, nurses, physical therapists, all kinds of licensed people were able to operate across state lines in states in which they were not licensed, in which they usually would have to get a license. A lot of changes in the scope of practice. People were allowed to take on medical tasks that previously they weren't allowed to, such as prescribing certain medications, and a lot of changes in restaurants and alcohol. And now consumers have gotten used to this. I mean, who doesn't like cocktails to go? In some states, if I ordered food, the same truck could not bring me a six-pack if that state allowed a six-pack to be delivered at all. And now we've gotten used to a lot of these changes. We like seeing our therapists online. We like getting our alcohol to go. We all have apps on our phone to allow us to do these things more easily. And the lawmakers have to decide which to keep and which to jettison. And when you change the rules, there are winners and losers. Some people are going to make more money. Some people are going to lose. And we're seeing those counter efforts, too, by some of these industries saying we got to go back to the way it was before. If it wasn't a necessity before the pandemic, it shouldn't be a necessity after the pandemic. So let, let's uh, break some of these down individually. Let's start with to-go cocktails just because that's a little fun. A lot of restaurants were recognizing that people wanted complete meals, their meals plus their alcoholic beverages. And beyond that, bars that didn't serve food. They needed to stay afloat also. And the to-go cocktail program was a lifeline for a lot of them. But there's a lot of backlash to that as well, saying a lot of liquor stores and convenience stores saying, we can't have this going. They took a hit in sales because of those easing of regulations. So how does that one look? That's right. And our story in the Wall Street Journal starts with cocktails to go because it's just such a consumer-friendly change. Alcohol regulation is so heavy and balkanized. There are different rules for spirits, for wine and for beer. There are different rules for producers and distillers. And then you have distributors and then you have wholesalers and retailers. And these rules, have, you know, a lot of them date to the prohibition era. And really, it had not been common until the pandemic for a restaurant to be able to sell you a uh, sealed margarita with your burger and fries if you were getting home delivery. And most states loosened up and said, you know, restaurants need a new revenue source. Let's let them sell cocktails. And a lot of them also said that liquor stores could also sell sealed alcohol. You could call up a liquor store and get a delivery more easily. But whenever you change something like this in such a highly regulated area, someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. So the cocktails to go is a threat in a lot of places to the local package store or convenience store or liquor store. Someone who stopped for a six-pack at a convenience store attached to a gas station on their way home now has the option of phoning into a restaurant to get alcohol delivered to the home. So the trade groups that represent convenience stores and in some cases wholesalers in some states are trying to fight efforts to make cocktails to go permanent. And consumers are out there saying, wait a minute, there are apps like Drizzly and we all have Grubhub and Uber Eats. It's so convenient. It's on my phone. How can you really not allow me to get the product that I want delivered? If it was okay during the pandemic, why is it not okay now? 
that's an interesting one. There's a lot of issues with convenience. I know some people will say, hey, it can contribute to drunken driving if you pick it up and you take it. You don't know what somebody's going to do in their car. That's a tricky one. I have a suspicion that that one might be around for some time, but we'll have to see. It's going to be different across the country. As you mentioned, the health industry, lots of changes there. Let's start with telehealth. You mentioned the article, some 24.5 million Medicare beneficiaries use telehealth between mid-March and mid-October. That's a lot of people. And and when people didn't want to leave their house, couldn't leave their house, telemedicine was such a huge benefit to those people that needed those services. So what was changed for telehealth? And obviously, again, what's the counter argument to it? There are a lot of changes in healthcare. some like Medicare on the federal level and some on the state level. And you're going to see a lot of fights state by state over some of these health rules. So Medicare, this was a shock to me as a reporter. Until the pandemic, Medicare was very restricted in what it would pay for when it came to telehealth. You had to live in a certain rural geography. And in most cases, you couldn't access telehealth. You couldn't see a doctor through video conferencing from your home. You had to leave your house and go to an approved point of contact and then log in through a video conferencing app to see a healthcare provider. The number of people using telehealth in Medicare was in the thousands before the pandemic. Congress said to the Medicare agency, look, change this, be less restrictive. And Medicare during the pandemic opened the doors and said, no matter where you live, We will pay for telehealth services. You can access them from your home. And we will expand the number of services that we cover through telehealth. We'll also allow you to access a lot of them by phone, plain old telephone, as well as by video conferencing. And that just exploded. I mean, millions and millions of people now get healthcare services paid for by Medicare that they get through telehealth. This is something that is going to be made more permanent. There's just no way to put the toothpaste back in the tube and the genie back in the bottle. The question is going to be how liberal do the rules get because this could get expensive. If a visit with a doctor by video replaces a visit that was going to happen anyway in person, it might be a cost savings. Maybe doctors don't need to have as many waiting rooms and there's less travel cost. But if this change means that I'm going to go see the doctor more often, and the doctor is going to bill more often for it. It could add a lot of costs to Medicare, and that's what the Congressional Budget Office, which is the scorekeeper of these things, has said in the past. It has said this is a net add to costs because there'll be more services rendered, and so the issue is going to be cost there. Nurse practitioners got an increase in uh, uh, what they could do, patients they could see, and then even prescribing medications. They could do this without a physician supervisions. Now, this one that seems to be on both sides of it, uh, you know, the nurse practitioner is saying, hey, we're providing more services to help more people. On the other side, they're saying that you're taking away work from the physicians and the people that study to be there. So that could be another one that faces some opposition too. Yeah, there are a lot of things regarding what they call scope of practice. Can your pharmacist give you a COVID injection, a COVID vaccine, that kind of thing? And Some of the ones we looked at had to do with nurse practitioners and physician assistants, and there were a couple of wrinkles here. Nurse practitioners in a lot of states are required to have these deals with MDs, 
and the physician is supposed to kind of look over the shoulder of the nurse practitioner. And nurse practitioners in some places can provide a lot of different health services. But a lot of states have said, we want you to have a deal where an MD is always signing off on your records and looking over your shoulder. And during the coronavirus pandemic, some states had already been lifting those rules, but some states Additional states lifted those rules because it can be hard as a nurse practitioner to get a doctor to form an agreement with you. And if they do, you have to spend money. You have to pay the doctor. And in order to just get health care to be more available, especially in rural areas, some states suspended that rule. And some states also said, you know, previously we would allow nurse practitioners to prescribe certain medications, but we drew the line at what they call Schedule II narcotics. A lot of these are painkillers you know, part of the opioid epidemic, and some of them are ADHD-related drugs like Adderall and Ritalin. We don't want nurse practitioners to be prescribing those, and certainly not without supervision. But during the pandemic, the rules were eased, and nurse practitioners were able to do more things with less supervision. And now the fight is over. Whether going back to the old rules will enhance patient safety, because people should be supervised in the medical field when they're dealing with dangerous drugs and dealing with surgeries and procedures, or whether patients will be undermined if we go back to the old rules because healthcare will be less available. There's going to be a lot of interesting fights over these regulations in the next few months as the country really starts to open back up and we get back to normal. And in a lot of cases, a lot of this has to do with convenience for the consumers, obviously, but just more access to a lot of these services. So it's going to be really interesting to see what becomes of a lot of these regulations. I I feel like some of these are definitely beneficial, and I I would want to keep some things with outdoor dining. There's a lot of rules there. So we'll follow this and, and see what happens to all of that. Aaron Zittner, reporter at The Wall Street Journal, thank you very much for joining us. Oh, hey, glad to be with you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. 
This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.